0: Welcome to this week's Eccentric Minute, brought to you by Eccentric. One of my favorite exercises to use with the K-Box is the K-Box Zercher Squat. Uh, The big thing with the equipment they provide is the bar is padded, so it's a lot more comfortable than you would be with a barbell, but it still is going to be all the upper back, leg, and core work of the normal Zercher Squat. A couple pro tips that I'd say here, make sure you've got a little bit more room on the strap at the top than you would guess so that you can keep it flowing smooth up and down. And I prefer to start this exercise at the bottom. So sit back, get all the way down into that deep squat position, chest up, abs tight, and start driving up. With the goal to keep your posture high and move fluidly through the range of motion, this is an absolute favorite of mine, and I hope you guys give it a try with your K-Box today. I really hope you enjoyed this week's Eccentric Minute. Make sure you check them out at eccentric.com to find out everything you need about the K-Box and the K-Pulley. Being a strength and conditioning professional requires constant pursuit of better knowledge, better methods, and better means. But what if there was a place where strength and conditioning coaches could learn from some of the most innovative practitioners in the world, such as Jeff Moyer, Lachlan Wilmont, William Wayland, James The Thinker Smith, and Kierwenham Flat? Well, You could find multiple lectures from each of these top-level coaches and a few lectures and examples from yours truly as well all in the Strength Coach Network. The Strength Coach Network is going to bring you well over a 100 different lectures from some of the top practitioners in the world to be your one-stop shop for your continuing education and professional development. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. That's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash C-V-A-S-P-S to get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. Sean, thank you so much for spending the time with us today, man. Absolutely, Jay. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, man. I'm fired up to, to get this down. We've had the chance to talk a few times. But before we get going too far into this, man, let's let everybody know who you are, where you're at, and how you got down there.
1: Yeah. Well, Sean Smith, I'm a performance coach here at the University of Louisville, um, and Uh, work with volleyball, track and field, and then I assist with our baseball program as well. Um, I believe I'm going on my fourth or fifth year here uh, at the University of Louisville, and all those have kind of been in in different capacities. So I actually started as a a volunteer intern, um, did that for a bit, worked my way into a fellow role, did that for a bit, and then worked my way into a a full-time position. So um, I've sort of run the gamut uh, here and, and worked with just about every sport we've got on campus with the exception of of football and men's basketball. So, um, you know, it's been a unique experience being from, uh, from the Louisville area. So, um, I'm, I'm, you know, really fortunate that things have sort of worked out the way that they have.
0: Yeah. With some really good stops along the way too, with that school up North.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The school up North. Yeah. So before I, uh, before I, I started my internship at, at University of Louisville I was actually up uh, at Michigan which I had to think about a week downtime um, in between and so I worked with the Olympic uh, strength and conditioning staff up there under Mike favor and Bill Sandoval at the time and um, obviously awesome staff up there and that was a really you know unique opportunity for me because that was the first time that I had um, you know really been in a, in a college setting um, and and so um, you know for me that was that was eye-opening for sure. Um, A really, really humbling experience. And, you know, I I had had some, um, you know, what I thought was really good experience going into uh, that internship. And it sort of got flipped on its head as, as I would imagine many strength and conditioning coaches can attest to the first time they do their, you know, first kind of major internship uh, like that. And so uh, you realize what you don't know pretty quick. Um, And and for me, that was an awesome, awesome experience with that staff up there.
0: Yeah, man, and I think that talking about how an internship and experience there has led to some things, uh, I think that's a pretty simple segue into something that we did want to talk about. And that's just, you know, as we get to the end of this, God, I I hope I didn't just jinx it. As we hopefully get to the end (laughs) of some of this pandemic stuff, You know, I mean, people have been talking about education and growth and staff development and all that. You guys have built something. The movable's like over there. We're almost on the same, you know, latitude line. So it's like, yeah, you know, to the to the west of us here. When it comes to developing coaches. Yeah, man. So you know, what what
1: we've been able to sort of. Um, do with our our mentorship program is what we call it right and you know the reason we do that is because it's you know sort of once you're you're in the family if you will you, you stay in the family and you know I think it's sort of kind of a lifelong journey with our staff and we've um, you know been really fortunate that we've got individuals who have sort of come up and they've you know grown people like Zach Farrell uh, who's a, an awesome coach who's still on staff here at the University of Louisville, but, you know, he sort of started as an intern, um, did his GA position, worked his way into a full-time role. And, you know, we've, we've had some longstanding coaches, um, who have really seen things, things change and kind of grow from a very, very small staff of, you know, just a, a, a couple of coaches to this large staff that we've got now. And we're pretty fortunate that we've really got kind of, um, seven or, or, you know, kind of eight, uh, full-time staff members within our department. And so, you know, for us to be able to have that and be able to have those resources afforded to us um, allows us to do a lot of cool things, uh, you know, with our our, uh, young coaches that are going through our mentorship program or going through our fellowship program. Um, And, you know, we, we get to get them outside of the weight room. So not, I mean, obviously that's a huge part um, as what we, you know, to what we do as uh, strength and conditioning coaches, but, um, you know, it's so much more than that. So, you know, we get to do a lot of on field or on court, um, you know, work with our our teams. We get to be at practices, we get to travel, we get to go to games, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, not that that's uh, unique to the university of Louisville, but there's a lot of times where we get to bring our interns and show them that experience. Right. Um, You know, and, because i think that's really critical uh, that as you're going through an internship program you don't just get stuck in the weight room learning hey we're gonna you know clean squat bench whatever you know you name it whatever uh, is going on in the weight room you don't just become a weights coach um you know we we are termed performance coaches for a reason and you know we want to think sort of outside uh the box if the box is the weight room and you know, we get to provide our our young coaches with a, a ton of experience from speed and uh, energy systems development, and that is practical experience where we're trying to get them to sort of lead those sessions, obviously under supervision. Um, but we're going to put them in positions where they sort of have to. There's forced growth um, there, right? And then outside of you know just the sort of the the typical speed and um, you know conditioning and weight room stuff, standard. You know, sort of s and c work um, as part of our curriculum, we want to get them outside of our department as well. And so one thing that we do, which you know i I do think is kind of unique, and you know I'm sure this probably happens other places, but um, I've never been a part of it. and so I think it's been pretty cool, and we've gotten really, really good feedback from you know our our um, interns and, and our our mentees um, over the last few years and you know, what that is, is we try and get them to have meetings with our sports medicine professionals, our director of mental performance, Dr. Vanessa Shannon, who's, you know, kind of handles our sports psychology and, and um, mental health and mental performance. Uh, we, we have them meet with our uh, sports nutrition staff. We have them meet with head coaches, assistant coaches, administrators. Um, and, you know, the reason we do that is because I think very often you know, young coaches see the weight room and, you know, they can get really good at that. And then I think many, uh, S and C coaches can relate, you know, the first time, maybe you get a full-time job, you have to start talking to, you know, your sport coach or your athletic trainer and start to figure out, all right, how do we, you know, how can we better integrate and communicate and things like that? Um, and, I remember me being in that situation going, "Oh, you know crap, like this is not really what I thought it was. I'm gonna have to you know learn quick and so if there's a way that we can sort of uh, minimize that that learning curve and and flatten that out a little bit, um, then you know we want to do that, and so allowing them to to get in front of a an assistant athletic director or an administrator or a director of sports medicine or nutrition or something like that has been really, really impactful for these. Uh, young coaches because again they sort of get to see the,
0: the behind the scenes there that's interesting to me and i could see i could see that a few things with that i could see that being absolutely petrifying. oh it is right. it is sometimes <laughs> it, but but yeah. not even like to the kids like if that was me that i was overseeing one of those kids I'd be scared out of my mind, be like, this kid's gonna say something stupid and I'm gonna get fired. You no, know? yeah. like, <laughs> um, but also, like, I. what I think I like the most about that, and hear me out with this, because this is probably gonna sound yeah. awful, is all of us, when we're at about that age, we think we got it. Oh, yeah. Like, we, <laughs> let me change oh, yeah. words. We don't think we got it. We know we got it. We got the answers, the program, the ideas, all of it. And to put them in a situation where hopefully they make that mistake and they learn faster that they don't got it without making it too big of a mistake, <laughs> so you've got to <laughs> ship them out, is That's right. priceless
1: yeah yeah i mean it's been awesome and and you know i'll i'll say this um we've been pretty fortunate we haven't had to ship anybody out um yet and and no one's made any major mistakes um and we usually try and you know talk to them obviously we know who we're going to go meet prior to doing that and we sort of give them a heads up hey you know these are you know like we're going to talk through some of these questions we're not going in completely dark but um you know I'm not going to give them the questions to to ask. You know, I want this to be genuine, and I want it to be a, a real experience. And you know it's not it's not just um, you know going in to to fail necessarily. We want it to be a genuine conversation and an open discussion between you know this young coach and this head sport coach who's maybe been doing it for twenty years or been there for twenty years or an administrator or sports med, right? And you know what we try and frame it, for you know our intern or a mentee is you know for us one thing that we always try to get them to ask is you know what what is that other side what are their viewpoints on on strength and conditioning right how do they see us supporting them right and whether that's you know sports medicine where we're you know um in in i would say uh you know, I don't want to say on the same level that would imply that, you know, things are all over the place. But, um, you know, sports medicine being a part of the sports staff, um, just like strength and conditioning or sports nutrition or, or mental performance, um, you know, obviously that conversation is going to go different. You um, and how we work with that department is going to be different than how we may approach that conversation with a, a, you know, a head sport coach or an assistant coach or, or an administrator for that matter. And so um, you know, we try and prepare them as best we can. And that's not the first thing that they do when they get on campus. We usually uh, get, a, get a feel for, for these individuals first before putting them in front of the assistant <laughs> athletic director. But um, yeah, man, it's been, it's been awesome. And, and you know, like I said, we've gotten really good feedback you know, not only from our, our interns and our mentees that are going through that, but also from, you know, the other side of the table, right? So, you know, I think it's unique that our sport coaches um, that, that have been a part of that and our administrators that have been a part of that and, you know, the other members of, of support staff, um, they've really enjoyed it too because, you know, it's it does provide just a different lens Um, for viewing things, I think, and it sort of does, I think it breaks the barriers down a bit as well, Um, just because, you know, we are coming to the table fully open and and wanting to talk. And, you know, again, I think we're pretty fortunate at the University of Louisville where things, um, you know, they're not, they're not always perfect, but um, they work together pretty well in terms of all of those greater pieces, whether it's sports med or mental performance and, you know, S&C or uh, nutrition.
0: Now, when you bring these young people to these conversations, do you have kind of a, like a hierarchy of how you would want them to go to protect them from themselves in a way?
1: Um, I mean, yes and no. I would say it's not it's not extremely rigid, right? And and you know, we 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 don't do a full on like mock interview slash conversation prior to going in Um, but you know we we sort of double-check their questions we want to make sure that all right like if you know you know we've had questions in the past you're like all right that's we're absolutely not gonna we're gonna cut that one let's let's think about how we can ask that in a different way let's think about can we go one level deeper there or can we back up a level maybe if we need to um, to facilitate better discussion Right, and you know, we try and get away from you know, you know, questions that are going to lead either uh, down a a rabbit hole that maybe we can't get out of, or um, you know, or going to be a situation where it's going to put that you know that that intern or that mentee not necessarily not in a position to fail because obviously failure is it can be a good thing um, because you can learn from it really quick, and I I fully believe that, but um, you know, we don't want them to to totally implode in there because um, obviously that, that's not beneficial for, for anybody. Um, so, you know, we, we do do some sort of pre-screening on, on that talk before we go in there, absolutely.
0: No, I think that's big time. I, you know, I had a conversation with one of the guys today that I get to work with, and there are some questions being asked, but at times his tone is a bit uh, yeah. sharp let's say, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he, you know, wants to coach and all these things. And it's just kind of like a, a consistent reminder of like, bro, like, there's a difference between, you know, cause he gets in like, well, I'm just asking questions. I'm like, bro, you got to remember, there's a difference between asking questions and questioning. Like that's right. really important. Like it, especially if you want to get into coaching, like asking questions is Different than questioning, and right now, kind <laughs> of going this way. And I think that yeah. having the ability to, you know, like instead of just putting them in the barrel and having them go over Niagara Falls, like you know, yeah, kind of backing them up a little bit and being like, you may want to think about switching the vernacular a little bit is important.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, these are these are typically sort of um towards the end of our curriculum so how our curriculum is structured is you know we do a lot of practical stuff kind of right at the beginning to to sort of give them the tools that they're going to be successful in terms of being on the weight room floor or out in the field you know doing or or on court doing speed work or, or what have you right so some standard you know uh, tools in terms of being a, a strength and conditioning practitioner um, and sort of once we get through that then we start to l- blend more in towards the the theory side of things and some of the assignments that we provide them. And, and uh, it's usually towards the end of that. So we've had quite a bit of interaction by the time that we get to outside of our department. Um, and so we've got a pretty good handle on you know how these individuals may react in that situation. Um, but again, we always preface it, you know, and, and we always preface it with the administrator, the coach, or you know, the other support staff member, whoever they they're meeting with that week. Um, you know, and, and talk to them ahead of time as well and sort of give them an idea on, on what's coming. But like I said, we've been really fortunate that we've, we've got great coaches, we've got great, uh, you know, support staff members, and we've got amazing administrators. And so, you know, they've been great working with us um, and providing us, you know, and providing our, our interns and our mentees that opportunity. So
0: they've, they've been done an awesome job with it. So, have you gotten any answers to the questions that you didn't expect? And if so, how did that change anything that you were doing going forward? Um,
1: yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, off the top of my head, I, I don't think there's there's been a situation like that. Um, you know, where where we're like, you know, completely, uh, you know side turn into into you know a, a question that we you know we're like whoa we didn't talk about that like we've we've done a pretty good job of sort of sticking sticking to the script and and you know a lot of times you know if we're going to meet with an administrator right they're on a pretty tight tight schedule usually so we sort of got to stick to the script and, and you know that both parties coming to the table know that so if there's it's an open discussion but it's not you know there's not rambling and we don't totally get off topic and things like that. So it is pretty structured and usually, um, you know, there's, uh, you know, Chad Workman who, who, uh, and myself are our um, internship coordinators. Um, and so, you know, him and I will typically be in the room sort of helping facilitate um, if need be. Now we try and kind of sit in the back um, and, and sort of lead from the rear if, if we need to, but, um, and, and we want those kids, uh, you know, those young coaches to to uh, definitely take the reins and, and lead that conversation. But obviously if things uh, get up, you know, the train gets off the tracks, we can, we can try and pull it back on. But luckily we haven't, you know, we haven't had that happen yet. So I, don't jinx me, Jake.
0: Yeah. Knocking, knocking wood over here for you. But, uh, you know, you did mention the support staff and the, administration and the coaching staff and we'd be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit of volleyball and your relationship and the work you get to do with Danny
1: yeah man Uh, so you know when I started at at UofL and um, you know four or five years ago uh, as a a volunteer intern we had a a different volleyball staff at the time and um, you know they were really really successful but I've, I've worked with the volleyball program you know since kind of day one I think that was actually maybe the first group that I was involved with uh, on campus it was them or baseball so both of those sports I've been pretty heavily involved with uh, the entirety of my uh, my tenure if you will at L. Um, and so you know having Danny come in and and you know obviously this is nothing a, a against the the previous staff they did an amazing job um, but having Danny come in has has been great because Obviously I think anytime there's a change, you know, you you get sort of an opportunity to make any changes that, that you want. Um and, you know, from a the perspective of a strength and conditioning coach, I, I couldn't ask for a better head coach than than Danny. Um and you know, she supports what we do from and that's not just strength and conditioning, that's sports medicine, nutrition, you name it. Um and so she's been awesome for us. Um and you know again i i could, I could not ask for a, a better coaching staff than than her and and dan mesky and, and Todd chamberlain they're they're awesome
0: so as we're starting to work our way back, let's talk about that process and, and what you had cooking with the the team and and how things are moving
1: yeah man um well obviously uh the, the we got a little curveball earlier this year or a big curveball depending on depending on how you look at it um you know, and we're coming off a great year. I think last year was, um, you know, huge, huge for us. Obviously, that's the deepest run that we've made um, in the in the NCAA postseason and um, absolute heck of a year. Um, you know, we had a, one of our, our kind of star kids go down with a, a major injury last year, and, you know, that was pretty devastating at the, you know, sort of mid to end of October, um, you know, with the volleyball season sort of, on the home stretch there. Um, So that's a, that was a huge blow to us. And, you know, it was a rough little patch there in the middle, but, you know, we turned it around and and I think that's one thing that this coaching staff has done a really good job of. And I think, you know, another person to to give a shout out to there is our director of mental performance, Dr. Vanessa Shannon, because she was pretty heavily involved with this as well. But, you know, and what she says is you got to ride the wave. And so, you know, that, that wave sometimes they, you know, Will crash onto you, and sometimes you can get up and surf. Um, and so I think you know we sort of got hit maybe by one wave, and then we got up and started surfing. Um, and so for them, you know, to be able to finish the way that they did, and and do it as a team, because that kid that we you know went down with an injury was was an absolute stud. Um, and, and you know I'm not gonna make you a no. There's there's you know, no bones about it. She is, she was awesome. And she was integral to our team. Um, And, you know, she was a leader. She was an older kid, um, obviously huge impact on court for us. And so losing that, you know, you got to be really adaptable and and be adjustable and, and, you know, you got to do it quick um, because the season's winding down. And, you know, I think for us to, to sort of figure it out and hit our stride as we're going into postseason was really, really huge. And I think it speaks to, you know, our coaching staff and support staff, obviously, but I think it, it speaks mostly on, on the, you know, the resiliency of that team and those kids.
0: Yeah, and I think that it all comes back to, you know, when you're looking at things like that and when there are situations that arise that are those massive curveballs within a season, I think that the it starts back with the head coach providing the support for the support staff to be able to put the kids in the best position to be successful and, and to be able to again the terrible phrase to use right now but like you said like use that second wave yeah again, yeah that's just a terrible <laughs> term right now I mean, I i'm know, sorry I for know. using it but like <laughs> that second <laughs> wave to first, carry well. it right like to yeah. carry them
1: through yeah absolutely and and you know i think. You know, you and I talked a little bit off camera uh, about, you know, potentially some of the the differences between, you know, coaching staffs and and you know, I didn't spend a, a ton of time with the the previous coaching staff, but one thing that I know about the current staff that we have is, you know, we we obviously work hard and and you know we want to train hard and and our kids enjoy that and our coaches coaching staff emphasizes that, but man, the, the I think the biggest thing that we do is we have fun. I mean, that that group is an absolute blast, and it doesn't matter where they're at, right? It doesn't matter if we're on the volleyball court, if we're doing, um, you know, some conditioning, if we're doing something in the weight room, that group is an absolute blast to be around, so I think, you know, when you have a situation like that, man, it, it makes things so much easier because the the kids enjoy what they're doing, and You know, obviously you probably know this from, from being a coach, but, you know, when an athlete is, is having fun, the, the, I feel like the results, you know, they don't always follow, but man, it it makes it, makes that journey a heck of a lot sweeter. That's for sure. And, and makes things easier usually.
0: Yeah. Especially when you're stuck going outside in the heat or up early in the morning or until late at night or getting on a plane to come back. Like, yeah, it's a. that temperature in the locker room and and within the group is, is more important than the temperature outside. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I mean, Oh, oh, I was just going to say, and then from a training standpoint, you know, in terms of, of what we're, what we've done now, I think, you know, obviously being resilient from, from the previous year. And I think learning from that experience on how do we adjust and how can we adjust and uh, you know, Going through that situation has uh, really impacted how we've handled, you know, the, the, obviously the, the current situation with COVID-19, and you know, it's made those kids, um, again, I, I think they are resilient and, and they are adaptable. So from you know having a, a major difference in how we would typically train for most of the year, um, they've they've handled it very well.
0: No, oh, 100%. And I think that really. All of us are trying to find a better way to keep the ball moving at this point to continue to go forward to keep hopefully get into a season, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're, we're all hoping for that. I think obviously assuming everything's safe to, safe to do, then, um, you know, obviously we'd love to have sports back, provide ourselves a little bit of normalcy at least, I think.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it, bro. But listen, to me, let's get you out of here on this. Where, Sean, where can people see more? Where can they keep up with you? Where can they follow you on social and all that? Well, uh, I, I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I've got social media,
1: but I'm not a huge poster. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I'm not super, super active on there. I follow some some uh, really smart coaches, but uh, you know. I'll, uh, I'll send you my my thing and you can, you can tag me in the video, but um, you know, I've got an Instagram, I've got a Twitter, but I don't use them a whole heck of a lot. Obviously, if anybody does want to get in touch with me, um, you know, I'll make sure that you've got my email and you can post that as well. And, and you know, the, the door's always open. So if anybody ever wants to reach out and and talk shop or um, anything like that, then, you know, just fire off an email and, and I am, happy to uh to hop on the phone or a zoom call we're, we're super accustomed to doing that now um so we're all zoom pros so i feel like uh you know i've got the experience i can handle that now so
0: <laughs> yeah and don't worry don't let them kid you folks they'll answer dm on instagram and twitter too so it's uh yeah
1: yeah that's true i will i will so um uh, yeah we'll we'll make sure we've got links up and then you can dm me or or send me an email or whatever. And I
0: will, uh, I I will guarantee you that I get back to you. Yeah. Sean, listen, man, totally appreciate your time, dude. This is awesome. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Jay, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. We'll be in touch real soon, brother. Thanks. Cheers. Yep.